find out if you're ready for love. Here's your marvelous host, Nikki Lee. Hello, and welcome to Ready for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee. Now, today on this really chilly day in January, I have got a guest back with me that was here. I looked it up before we got on the call, and he was here in October of 2021, but he's back with me today, and I, I could say he's all the way from France, but, but actually, he's a Frenchman, but he's living on the East Coast of America right now. And his name is Guy Blaze. Guy, it's awesome to have you with me today. No, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me again. <laughs> Very good. And happy new year to your listener. <laughs> you're you're in one of my my favorite favorite states. You're and you're nearby. You're you're okay. very close to where I'm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and it's chilly down your way too, and just about the same as it is here. But yes, it but is. But hey, it is. That, better than it was yesterday. So it's uh, <laughs> not quite as bad. But he is, like I said, he's he's an author and a Frenchman, living and working in America. Previously, he lived in eastern France in Paris, where he witnessed the dating experiences of the strong women in his family. And last time we talked about his grandmother quite a bit and advice that she gave him about love. So after mm-hmm. two decades of living between France and the United States and being stuck by the differences between the two cultures, and I can, you know, I I can only imagine, and, and he's given us some interesting insights into that. There's there's definitely differences between the approaches between the French and the American when it comes to romance and sex. And he began writing books offering his insights. And his previous books include Love Like the French, A Guide to Better Romance and Relationships, and I will mention that I put a link to that uh, interview on today's show page, so you can hear that if you missed it last time. And he's written um, Viva la Difference, A Frenchman's Perspective on American Women. Haven't read that one yet. Um, Love, Respect, and Relationships. And he's got one that I actually can't pronounce. And, And he's got a new book a new book out called Love Like a Man, A French Man's Guide to Help American Men Be Better Partners. And I don't know about y'all, but it's always nice to know how to be a better partner. So this one is helping. (laughs) It's a handbook for the American man ready to understand romance and connection using real dating and relationship questions he's received from frustrated women and partners. Now, now get this. I like how, how he says this. He gives you the power to enter a healthy relationship with your feet on the ground, your eyes wide open, known in French as realistic love. Wow, I like that. So realistic love, not a fairy tale, and not head head in the clouds, rose-colored glasses, but realistic love. I really like that. I like that. <laughs> it so, is. The, so, 
going going into a relationship, a healthy relationship, I like that too. I say that all the time. Mm-hmm. And having an idea of what you're getting yourself into then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. You go into a relationship idea. with your eyes wide open. Yeah. Whoa. Let me, okay, hold on. Let me, wow. Huh. You go Is there in any a relationship? This realistic huh? love thing that you're talking about, Is it, any, any other definition, any additional definition to this realistic love thing you're talking about we should know about? Okay, so you go in a relationship seeing the good and the bad from the beginning. Oh, wow. Okay. Don't be blind. Okay. Don't make decisions in your relationship while you're still madly in love. No. Okay. You take a moment, pause, think about it. Right. Take a piece of paper. Write down the good and the bad. Can I leave this person? Can we get along? Can we make plans together or a simple trip together? Can we get along in that moment? That can give you an idea if you can get along in the long term. See, this is why I like you, Guy. You you talk crazy, dog. I like this. Okay. <laughs> crazy. Like, like, can we get along like 20 years from now kind of talk? Whew. Yeah. Yeah. I you like think this. before you take actions because what happened in a relationship, uh, the change comes so quick after people met and so much regrets. Oh, I wish I have known, but. Did you take a time to think about it yeah. before you well, make a strong decision? <laughs> right, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. well, and and you know, having you know a healthy relationship, and and not only the the romance and the sex and the lust, but having a connection with the person. <gasps> yeah, wow. connection. Yeah, what? connection. And and maybe, you know, even like really deep, heartfelt, honest, open communication with the person. Exactly. Emotional connection. The reality of a connection is also the way you communicate. Right? It's very important. Mm-hmm. But sometimes yeah. the connection is so limited we cut ourselves a connection if we have sex, great sex, that's enough. But sex is not everything. Can you get along outside of the bed? That's the yeah, right. Well, and we're not just saying can you have really good sex other places too. We're saying can you do other things too and get along. Ex- so. Exactly. Because a lot of people are together only tied by sex. So sex right. is great, but they stay together, but other things sucks, like you say in America. But we need everything to make life good. Every piece. Sex is part of it, but not everything. Right, right. Yeah. 
Like I'm saying, crazy talk, gee, crazy talk. Okay, I like <laughs> I like this so far. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's, okay. I'm okay. Done. We're starting. To move. I love this. I love this. Yes. Sometimes, some people, the great sex translate in real life. Sex is the thing that make things easier. But some people start in the wrong way, right? So they don't get along well, but how do you expect sex to be great? <laughs> right. <sighs> we, we have a saying in French that sex is the barometer of feelings. <laughs> great sex is, is the it? barometer of, of feelings. Huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> You always have interesting things to say. You do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I I know what you're going to say to this, but I'm going to make you back it up. You can't just give me a a yes, okay? Okay. And, and you can't give me you can't give me just a hell yes either. That's not good enough. I, I want I want details. Okay. So and we we're getting this out of the way early, okay? Okay. So. Do the French do it better? Yes. I'm not being <laughs> chauvinistic, but I would say yes. I can talk so I based knew, on... I knew. I knew you would. Okay, yeah. now, why? Back it up. Well, because, well, first of all, when it comes to romance, you know, yes. let me put it this way. Sex doesn't start in a bedroom. I, I agree. Okay. So if you know that you need to have sex or you will have sex tonight, you need to warm it, warm up. It's like an athlete yeah. before they start the competition, they start to doing some exercise and, you know, it's the same thing. Sex does not start in the bedroom. Oh, it's that everything needs that in the mind, the way you treat your partner, it builds up. Well, the difference here, well, French are known for being very romantic because we hold hand in the public. We go to a restaurant. We spend time together. We love picnics. Well, when it comes to being a vulnerable in a bedroom, men don't think twice. We, we don't hold ourselves to share our feelings. Well, here you see in America most of the complaints that I heard from women, men don't get vulnerable. They try to stay strong and they don't share too much. But the French men can cry in the bedroom because he's feeling happy or he can share his feeling. The French don't restrict themselves in the bedroom. You share. You give it all. There you go. Well, and, yeah. and it it doesn't mean having to. It, it's not a being weak. Share your feelings. It's not a being wimpy. Share your feelings. It's no, not, no. It's not that kind of share your feelings. Explain it more for me or for the audience, because I've I've had well, people say that they've they've heard this kind of thing and 
they're not that kind of guy. And I'm like, I, and especially a couple people that have done that, I'm like, you actually are, you're just, you're, you're thinking about it wrong is what the problem is. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll give you an example. We have a reputation, the French, for being very touchy. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> so we touch. We love touching. We love touching right. the hair, a woman's hair, admiring the, you know, touching, touching the body. There's no restriction there. You, you just do. And the way I think we, we have so many shows on TV on, uh, you know, the, teaching men how to be better lovers. And uh, real men who want to be better in the bedroom have to be listening to women, what they want. Or you get two different kind of men, right? So some men think that uh, once they, got an, they get an erection, they have to go and penetration, and then it's over. But we right. know that it takes a woman some more time to warm up. So in those moments, do something else. Maybe play with her hair or older, you know, talk to her, you know, listen to music or something until she's ready for sex. Oh, it's very right. important to be aware. Yeah, it's very. And the, the, the French kind of understand those logic, you know, that sex is no like a, you're going to a fight or a war. I mean, you you have to be, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, ready for well, it. Like, but Well, like you said, too, sex starts before the bedroom. And it, it all starts before the before you get to her, her genitals and before you get to her breast. You know, exactly. there, there's a whole lot more involved before you ever touch her body, you know. Even there's, sending there's a, a, a text message during the day. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Oh, That's what I was thinking. Exactly. You send her a text message and you admire her or, you know, I like what you were this morning and keep, keep a conversation, build up six hours earlier. You know, yes. the philosophy of, of it is that you think about the oven. When you have a oven, before you make your pizza there, what do you do? You warm it. Yes. Then you put your pizza. Then you make, you know, the same logic with sex. I think many people in France understand it. The guys, we talk about it often, like, oh, you know. Yeah. Well, okay, back, back to your pizza example, okay? If, if you're <laughs> making a pizza, you don't, <laughs> the dough, okay, you have to <laughs> knead the dough. You knead <laughs> the dough. You work with it. You get it ready. If you just try yep. to stretch it, put it on, on the, the screen, that isn't going <laughs> to work. Okay, exactly. I worked at a pizza place. Yeah. I have made a whole lot of pizzas in my lifetime. You know, yeah. that doesn't work. you got to work it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. put time into it, and you, and you stretch it, and you work it, and you knead it, and, and you do all these things, you know, exactly. in order to get where you need it. <laughs> you know, exactly. so, and, and then you, and then you, Get the sauce, and you spread the sauce, and then the cheese, 
and you take all these ingredients to make the pizza, you know. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you could look at it that way. What what are all the ingredients that you put on there to make the pizza? And I I loved, I was reading, um, I think it was the press release, and you said, Mm -hmm. how many guys know about their cars and what's under the hood of the car than they know about their their wife or their partner? You know, but I that, love that. That's the truth. Tremendous. Exactly. And, <laughs> and I will tell you, there are studies out there. Of, they did uh, in England, uh, uh, newspaper or whatever, the journal. They took uh, 1,000 men. 50% of men didn't know what, where is the vagina. What, what is the vagina? They never look. But, but they love sex. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I had I had a guy that, that sent me a message on Facebook and and he had listened to one of my shows and he says he says I'd be fine with with um we had been talking about the the clitoris on here and he says yeah. I'd be fine with doing what you were talking about he says but I can't find my partners it's dark up in there and I'm like oh, oh but, no but there's stuff having sex in the dark. You know, well, no, no, no. He thought it was inside, you know. And I'm like, okay, people, look at anatomy pictures. Come on, you know. And I actually, for the longest time, I've had them on my website so people can go and look at where things are on the body, you know. Yeah, Yeah, that's very important. You know, know where things are on the body, you know. But, you know, there's a lot of women... There's a lot of women that don't know either, though. You know. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. People yeah, definitely. need to understand their bodies. Women need to understand their bodies. Men need to understand men's and women's bodies. You know. So, yeah. and then they need to communicate about what they like and what they don't like mm, in a positive exactly. way. <laughs> so. Yes, because okay. my philosophy is very simple. If two people can agree to be naked, um, they should not be shy to explore each other. Yes. Yes. Why not? Well, if if you can't if you can't be naked with your partner, who can you be naked with? Voila. Right. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Okay. If if you're good, uh, okay. Sex. And kissing are two of the most intimate things you can do. Now, I, mm-hmm. I realize that that young people don't seem to have that impression as much anymore, <laughs> sadly. You know? Yeah. And I seriously, I really think it's sad that they, they don't see it that way. Um, I think they're really missing something because they don't see it that way. But yeah. if if you if you can't feel like and i and i i truly do understand why people have issues with their body i i do you know i've had it for decades more mm-hmm. than i'm gonna admit how many decades <laughs> so but i mean if if you can't be with your partner naked mm-hmm. who can you you know but um yeah but and yeah. Uh, it's important that you know that people, you love someone for who they are, right? So yes. you pick them. Uh, even the, 
No, no, if, no. There is no such a thing as a perfect body. No way. No. 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 So we love each other with our imperfections. And yep. we go to bed, we accept it, and we have fun. Yes. Yep. Mm. Okay. Now, how can a partner knock their partner's socks off? How? Even on a budget. Even on a budget. I love it. Because it is possible yeah. to do this on a budget. But, yeah. Of course. I mean, cre- creativity <laughs> is very important. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be rich to be a good lover. Well, I mean, anybody can go out and buy a dozen roses. I mean, that's easy. But, you know. Yeah. That's true. But just, I think sometimes it's the the thinking of doing something romantic, you know. Um, I mean, it's nothing wrong to go sit in McDonald's and eat French fries with your partner. One evening, <laughs> this is true, and that the time spent well spent together, maybe catching up with our days and talking. It does not cost too much to do those things, or well, go and, sit and in the park. <laughs> well, and something that that has meaning for that person is so cool. Exactly. You know, something that would exactly. mean something to them. For a reason, you know, is yeah. so cool. Yeah, that, that's why it's important to know your partner. You take a time to know what they like, what they dislike, you know. Yes. If, if, your, if your partner does not like snake, don't take her to an animal show. <laughs> you know, you kind of avoid it to stress the, the other person. Or go take, don't take her where they expose all the exotic animals or whatever. So it's a matter of doing your 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 job as a partner to know your partner well. Very definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself in all kinds of trouble when you do that. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> Get yourself in trouble quick, quick, quick. Oh, oh that's that can that can get ugly quick. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. But if you know your partner, you should be fine. Yeah, I mean that's but, a, everybody's assignment. You know, don't just look at the beauty. Look at the, what she's right. what she's up to. What's her, her values? What she believes in? What she doesn't like? What she likes? All these things need to be like your GPS. You know. To tell you, yes. the, you know, what's, how to get it right so to make her, everybody comfortable. Yeah. Right. Well, and then the woman needs to be appreciative. And, you know, when, when something's done for, you know, show appreciation. You know, vocalize oh, everybody, appreciation. Yeah, everybody. I mean, take, you take, it goes both ways. Um, there yes. are men out there who are really very good and very proactive, but less appreciated. Or, so it's right. like two, two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we very have a saying in French that uh, 
love is like a chemistry, you know. Um, it takes two bodies to have a reaction. So yes, if one yes. is doing, one is not doing, there is no reaction. So it takes two. Love is like a chemistry. Like it takes two bodies to have a reaction. That's how we do it. We say it. That's right. Well, mm. when, you know, with a battery, you've got a positive and a negative. You need both. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So mm-hmm. now, how do we not? I like. I like this question. I want to see what you got to say. How can we not be an imposter in relationships? And tell me, tell me what that means, first of all. What does it mean to be an imposter in a relationship? And how do we avoid, how do we avoid not doing that? Well, I think I want to talk about it because I, I, want, I want people to understand what it is and then how do they avoid it. Yeah, well, well it, it's about, you know, you think about it in a relationship, right? So you develop your own habits. And that make the other partner uncomfortable. Well, I'll give you an example. The trending right now in the United States, men love gaming. Right? Okay. And that their thing. But you realize that the hours you're spending gaming, you sacrifice your partner, your time with your partner. True. And... She may love you, may not expressing it, but she is fuming inside of her there. Like, well, we could have spent two hours together, but you are doing your thing. But it becomes a little bit selfish. It's your pleasure, not her. Maybe her pleasure must be maybe spending time together, intimacy. Not necessarily sex. Watch a movie together or go to the kitchen. Maybe cook together or do something. So that's what, what I meant. Um, the selfish behavior that it's all about you. Um, I have to go hang out with my friends. Well, you right. stay home, but I go, you know, my childhood friends. So, you know, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, her idea of spending time together isn't watching you play games. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes it leads by frustration, you know. Yeah. Right. Or, or give you an example, some men also have uh, their idea of spending time together is to go to the grocery store with their wife. And that thing is that, no, you need food anyway, but that does not count. You will need food anyway. But <laughs> we're talking about time together is to do things together, like go to the movie or have a dinner pushing a car in a restaurant, and then you can compare. Oh, we just came from the store. That's not, that does not really count. <laughs> That's chores. <laughs> <laughs> That's chores. That's what you need. You will need food anyway. Uh, <laughs> so quality time together. Quality time, very important. Quality time. That does not mean you have to be 24 hours together. Everywhere, right. but everybody needs uh, some space as well. But you need to find a good balance between your time alone and your time together. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That makes good sense. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, make sure too that 
each person is getting some time to be on their own because you need exactly. that too. You need time to recharge. Yeah. Exactly. Time for yourself. Definitely. Very important. So what are some of your favorite ways to demonstrate love to your partner? One of my favorite is um, on the weekend when she, everybody's home, nobody's working, to go take her car, clean her car, gas up her car, and bring the car home. So if she's going back to work Monday, she was, she has no time to stop again to gas up. The car is clean, everything. That's a sense of service, but it's part of being a mindful and good partner. It's one of my favorites. You know, it is nice to have that done for you. It really is. Yeah. It's yeah. Just to know it ready to go. Exactly. So you just do it and don't don't always wait to be asked, but be proactive. Take action right. of the things that you think may make your partner happy. Don't yeah. wait for her to ask you to do. Just do it because you know that will make her happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I know I've I've had that in for me when when I've been somewhere and and I know I have to go home and I'm always I'm always the last minute leaving to come back home and it's so nice to just know that the car is cast up and ready to go and all I have to do is get in the car and, and head home you know mm. so yeah <laughs> that, is, that is so nice yeah so yeah small things sometimes but mean a lot yeah it does. So what what do you see a lot of people get wrong when it comes to showing love? Well, that that could be a lot, show all by itself. <laughs> yeah, lo- showing love. Yeah, a lot of people. I think uh, it need to go both ways, right? So how you can find like everybody, each partner need to know that they must treat their partner like they were their best customer. Okay. That's very important. That yeah. the wife has to look at her husband like he's my best customer. The wife the husband needs to look at the partner oh, as a best customer. I think nobody wants to mistreat their best customer, right? They always give them the best treatment. So right. that that's how I see it. So no matter what and also some Things that people do wrong that, you no, know, sometimes where, yeah, you got to fight because it's important that people fight sometimes in a relationship. But don't restrict sex. Don't associate sex because we thought that it will not be sex or don't tie all together. No, differences is important to have in a relationship. And I always think that the people have to be able to express their feelings. Without fear. True. You know, if you're not happy, tell your partner that you're not happy with what's going on, and maybe you can discuss those things. And the best time to talk about issues, it's after sex. 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Why? When, why do you say, when you why do you sex, say that? Well, because after sex, everybody is relaxed. Everybody is somehow a little bit vulnerable. That, and sometimes the things that they did fight about can be resolved at, at that moment. They just have sex and they lay in the bed. Or, you know, in the French culture, sometimes people grab the cigarette and they lay in the bed and they're talking. Or sometimes that's the best moment you have the best talk. And sometimes that's the best moment you can pass your message to your partner after sex. Not leaving the bed, stay in the bed. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Stay in the bed, okay. talk. Talk the toughest topics that you could agree before sex, bring it back. Talk. Because people are more calm, more relaxed. Well, yeah, true. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best time to then solve the differences. Yeah. Well, then you can make up and have sex again. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's definitely. If you agree, you will go back. <laughs> the second round, third round, then. <laughs> I knew you'd be in favor of that. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, so. so where do you see American relationships going wrong compared to French relationships? Oh, I think the danger of American relationship is more the way the American treat the relationship become more like a disposable relationship. Any challenge, people just have a tendency to quit, to give up. You know, it's like uh, you go, you just give up easily. Nobody fight anymore to make, to stay together, you know. It's important that uh, sometimes you have to to stay stick together because you committed to be together and solve the problem. Than just say, well, fine, I don't, you know, I can't argue about it or I don't agree with it, but we just need to split. The future that that's what's worrying me the most. People are taking their relation less seriously. And as a disposable relationship, it's very easy to break up. And you get the whole country, our phone are infested by apps, dating apps, easy to reach to the next lady or the next guy. Right. We're carrying cell phones. They are computer on our end. So if it doesn't work with a poll, I'm going to grab, um, get the attention of Peter. <laughs> and life continues. <laughs> yeah. Do do they not have dating apps in France? In oh, France, it exists. It, it exists. I think it exists. Uh, I'm to think that the simplicity of uh, it make it difficult for everybody. Easy to cheat. Yeah. Easy to to to. Yeah. Even married, they're wearing the rings, but they're claiming no, I'm not married. You know, right. But so yeah, so that's the best, the biggest challenge I'm seeing that people don't fight for the relationship or fight to stay together because they have options. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Let me see. All right. Now it's going to shock me. 
you might shock me with this next one. You may not. Let me see. So okay. do you think that there's anything French men can learn from American men? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Anything that French women can learn from American women? Oh, well, the only thing we learn mostly what you guys, you show us the movies and all these things, but reality of being, you know, just being realistic with a relation in life, real life, that's like a fiction. I don't see <laughs> what, what we can learn from American guys. I mean, where you, as a man, I sit, I'm talking to a friend, colleague, what he has to say to me all about what his wife did wrong. And I'm not a judge. I don't know your wife. There are things you don't have to share with your colleague, even though you frustrated and mad at your wife. But that's, that's no, 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 you should not do that. You, you can't just come and throw your wife and just expose your wife because, you know, you, you just got to fight. No, those things we don't do. It's embarrassing, actually. Really? It is you French know, guys don't You don't do talk well. about your partner in public. Oh, friends, cool. Oh. I mean, it's part of the French culture that you pick her. And she picks yeah. you. So well, you can have a me. fight. Huh? Well, when yeah. you do that, you're basically insulting yourself because exactly. you pick the person. Thank it's you. It's considered part Thank of you. a bad manner in France. Yeah. It's considered a bad manner because you pick her. You pick her or her, she pick you. Yes. You don't talk about your spouse. That well, here is a lot of It always looks to me like you're insulting yourself. Because exactly. you your choice. Them. Yeah, you're still with them. So are you yeah. not saying you're an idiot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. just my no, we, I don't know. I don't see anything that we can learn or that they do that we can say, oh, I wish, I wish we were like them. But those things like have a little control. Don't, don't, don't yeah. overshare, you know. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Interesting. Okay. I like that. Okay. Okay. Now, you talk about gaslighting women. And and that maybe men do this unintentionally. So so tell us about that. Um, I know you mentioned in the book. So <laughs> how can men spot this behavior so it doesn't keep happening? Tell us tell us tell us what this is, how it happens, and how they can avoid it. That's oh, kind it's of a sometimes it's a, yeah, sometimes it's an overreaction of a situation. Or, as you know, maybe me, me as a French guy, I observe, but a lot of people also don't even have a, no sense of apologizing when they're wrong. I'm not sure well, what us, is it. Is. Well, give us an example. <laughs> well, for example, they did wrong to the spouse. And they know they're wrong, but they may not even accept to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Or you're looking for a direction or maybe, I mean, I, I witnessed a couple arguing because one was saying that uh, you, you plugged the wrong address or, or but 
Yes, it, it doesn't. You don't lose anything by saying sorry. I was wrong. You know. True. So gaslighting is more like even an overreaction sometimes to 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 small things. I mean, don't you think people get tired of fighting? Like every day you have to fight, there is a situation. What well, do you think? I, I think sometimes I, it's I think people would get tired of it, but some people just don't seem to. I, I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. I think everybody, if people can just record each other and play a little bit their behavior, they probably would be embarrassed of the things they were saying. And, you know, I mean, Pressing and, you know, reaction is sometimes, yeah, the control of this is about to know that, think before you say something. You would think. We the have a saying, though, friends, that uh, better be quiet than saying something that does not make sense. <laughs> there, there's, there's, a, there's one over here that says, uh, uh, Better, better to be quiet than to open your mouth and prove you're an idiot or something to that effect? Well, 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 well it's about the same, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just gaslighting is of a reaction sometimes that we don't realize that those reactions sometimes are unnecessary. Yeah. You can be mad because it's raining. But that change your mood um, just because, oh, no, I don't like the rain. Can can you control yeah. it? Nobody can control it. I know. <laughs> the rain's going to fall whether you get mad or not. I, you know. It doesn't matter. So. Yeah, it's going to fall, and nobody can control it. But that can change people's <laughs> mood <laughs> just because it's raining. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, that's yeah. like when you have like a whole week of rain. It's like. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> you know? Nothing. Or, or snow. It's gonna, Nothing. It's going to stop when it stops, folks. <laughs> you know. You have to accept it. <laughs> uh, you're making France look really good. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, Bob, uh, no, I'm just saying, but people can learn from the other. <laughs> yeah. This is true. And uh, what, what we learn from America, it's the resiliation or, or resignation, uh, like um, the determination of doing things, you know, as a country. You guys are very good at creating, achieving dreams, building stuff. That's, I can't take it from Americans. They're just very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so if if a man wants to be in a serious long-term relationship, okay, mm-hmm. and there are yeah. men who, who are actually looking for a serious long-term relationship. I know some women okay. think there are many, but there are. There are some out there. Mm-hmm. What would be some of the most important qualities he needs to develop? Oh, oh, let me put it this way. Everybody got their their luggage, their past. Right. right? So everybody, you meet a woman today, you meet a man, everybody has a history. They may be divorced. Some people just got a breakup. Well, first of all, don't hold yourself 
don't live in the past. If you want to go yeah. forward for the future, don't always go back to dig in your past because it's going to hold you. You know, we, we, we have the same French that uh, the one, the snake has tongue is afraid of a rope. So every time you think that, oh, if one person did you wrong in the past, the next one is going to do the same thing, you're not going to be in a relationship. You'll be scared of everybody. Right. The second thing I would say is that always think. Take a time to, to think, to know the person. You know, I, I find those things of like, like speed dating, all this is nonsense, ridiculous. Well, you, you wonder why the divorce rate is so high, because people didn't take a time to, to know each other. Take that, that time. Travel together. You can mark it like, okay, we went to the beach for three days. We got along well. You can project that away. If we go for one month, we will get along. If you spend a weekend together, one is messy, one is not. You know that if messy house drives you crazy, how can you even think about having a relationship with a person who's messy? You know, all these things matter. But just that's why I'm saying go in a relationship with your the things that you like, and put it on the table with your partner and see if you can fit and, and that, get along. Well, you know, too, if, if you've had a series of relationships that all went wrong, maybe try finding a different sort of person and look at what you did in the past relationships and do different things. You know, exactly. Then ask yourself, look, look the at pattern. yourself in a mirror. Maybe the problem is not them. Maybe it's you. You know? <laughs> well, look, look, look for things that you did in each of those relationships and don't do those things again because they're yep. obviously not working for you. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The choice is very critical. Who you pick. But now there are yes. people who have their pattern. They know they, they love certain type of people. And that, and well, if you do the same thing, you will get the same result. <laughs> it's just too yeah. fun. <laughs> well, and then they're like, well, but that's my type. I'm like, okay, but that type isn't working for you. Exactly. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's a fact, yeah. You do it every day. You do the same thing. You get the same result. You may go five, right. six, seven, eight partner, and you wonder, well, why I'm still single? Well, maybe the choice you're making, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. So hmm. what, what are some things that French men are doing to build that connection with their partners that we don't see in American relationships. Because that connection, like I said, some people may not think about the connection, but that connection mm-hmm. is really important. It's just being, a lot of men have more proactive in the relationship. Um, we know, for example, in France, that some women are picking their husband 
the future husband based on how how much they can do. Uh, for example, it used to be like a, a man cannot vacuum the house or the man cannot take care of the dishes. But today well, we are being more realistic to say that, you know, that can be a source of conflict between your spouse and you. Why not just go to the dish and make, clean the dish or load the dish in a dishwasher or vacuum the house and just don't wait to be asked. Because yeah. if, if in heavy. America you guys still have that mentality of roles in a relationship. Yeah. Women have to be the cook. Yeah, the cook have to be a woman. And there are some things that, you know, you know what? The biggest chef in the, in the world are men. The chef. I was going to say, incredible men, men that cook. Oh, my gracious. Voila. So yeah. those are things that matter. If some men out there who think that, oh, those are the same. No, details matter because at the end of the day, one plus one plus one, things add up and build up frustration. It won't work. When there is frustration, you can't expect great sex or whatever. The consequence is going to be there. Be smart. Be smart in your way you love. Be very, very smart and be, just know that where you can avoid conflict, avoid it. Don't think like, oh, I'm a man, you know. No, no, it's not going to serve you well. And you're not weak if you do something good for your partner. You're not weak. No, that's not true. Yeah, I grew up in a household like that. It's very irritating. Yeah, that's just uh. <laughs> not not a cool situation to grow up around. Yeah. Uh, let me let me see. What what are some trends? Some of the biggest trends that you've seen in the American male-female relationships? I'd be, I'd be interested to hear. What, what are some of the things that really stood out to you cultural, culturally that you saw when you came to this country? Uh, people don't kiss. People don't hold hands. That's very weird. But people talk a lot about God. But in reality, uh, that's not much with the reality of life. Respect, I see it, but, you know, always that relationship, uh, male, female, like a man have to be the dominant, and no, it's not necessarily mean, but today's world, equality is important. Yes, mm-hmm. we know equal. We know equal physically. There are things that a husband can do that a wife cannot do, but if you're a husband, you know there are physical things you can do. Don't wait for your wife to ask you to do it. Do it. You know, don't be, you know, uh, um, there are things that you or wife you can do for your spouse, your husband. Just, just do it. So yeah. that relationship is like a, I see like a marriage is more about economic reason. Like 
when is love? I don't see it. I don't feel love. I feel more like a economic uh, deal between two people. You know. Hmm. Well, yeah. it seems, it seems the, to me, okay, and I'm I'm not married, but it seems okay. to me that the whole the whole concept of marriage, okay, should mm-hmm. be a partnership, okay? Partnership. You, yes. you Yeah. You you get married, it's a partnership. You you don't have a this is my list, this is your list kind of thing. You work together. Okay? Yes. And, mm-hmm. and each person pitches in and does what needs to be done. That's just the way yes. I see it. Exactly. And it should not be perfect. There is no such thing as perfect. Well, there will be frustration. Not. There will be argument. There will be, you know. But be realistic well, yeah. with your marriage. Yeah. It's not like the way you dream of it in a book or in a movie that everything will translate in reality the way you, you dream of it. But marriage is about compromising every day about anything. Agreeing and disagreeing. So, that's yeah. I I grew up in a in you know, one of these. Dad worked. Mom mom worked occasionally, and I mean at five oh one dinner had to be on the table. You know mm-hmm. she she had to do everything around the house, inside and outside. Mm-hmm. You know and and I mean you know Dad basically went to work came home, sat in the chair, and he mm-hmm. ordered me to do anything to help mom around the house because I was a girl. My brother didn't mm-hmm. do anything around the house at all. Yeah. You know, wow. I mean, it was, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, uh, no, no, this is not the way it's going to be when I leave this house. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So I would say that those are the reason. One of the reasons I wrote to love like a man is that if you're a man, you are the husband, you have to treat your children. You showed a good example. If you're a father of a daughter and son, don't favor the son, you know, and you, you treat your daughter as equal as the son. Because I hear oh, often, no, that, hear, oh, that's my boy. Oh, that's my boy. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said that. It kills your daughter's self-esteem that like they value more boys than, than girls. No, those kind of talk is not good. Oh, yeah. I've, I've got good. an aunt is very, very, very protective of me. And, and mm. every time my, my dad said that, she just, she just kind of make this face, kind of scrunch her face up and... <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy. Every she just walk around the house doing that. Every time Dad walked in the door, oh my goodness, she still she still does it. You know, years yeah. and years and years later. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it's it's the old way. It was wrong already in the past, but today's world, if you're father of daughter and son, you treat them equally. Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah, that never ever 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 happened. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Dad and I did a lot of things around the house together, and and a lot of projects. Because I'm I'm totally a tomboy, I always have been, and so uh, we we did a lot of, of projects around the house. 
Um, nice. Until my brother was born, and then that that ended. <laughs> you know, so. But uh, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, so I tell you what, do you want to tell um, the listeners how they can find your book and um, how they can find you on the internet? Yeah, so uh, I have a website. My website is uh, thefrenchperspective.com. And I um, have uh, my previous book actually was published last year, uh, Love Like the French. And then I have a new book coming out on January 24 called Love Like a Man, a Frenchman's Guide to Help American Men to Be Better Partners. So, yeah, they can find me on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Yeah, I'm available there. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> and Facebook and Instagram, The French Perspective. So. Yeah, yeah. French, French book. Oh. Uh, Facebook, uh, same, uh, The French Perspective. And uh, Instagram, The French Perspective. Very good. Very, very good. All right. Well, like I said, I've I've actually got um, I'll, I'll have both interviews on the same page, so you can in case okay. you missed our first interview, you can you can get that, and the show <clears throat> will be archived along with all of of Guy's information will be on lovecoachjourney.com slash love like a man. So it, it's been a lot of fun to have you back on the show. Next time you write a book, have them get in touch with me. Thank you. I know, I know you'll write another one. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so much in America. Yeah, thank you for having me again. <laughs> oh, yeah, no problem. No problem at all. And, <clears throat> and listeners, I will see you next time on Ready for Love Radio. All right.